0: I think in uh, 25 years of broadcasting, I, I might have learned that you don't have a big bite of your peach scone right before you're going to come back on the air. Jim, did, did I blow that or what? That always, happened pe- that always happened to me with peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Another 25 years mark, and you'll be, you'll be. Fine. I'll have it down. You yes. think, you think so?
1: I think people like Literally. hearing that. I, pe- I think. You're a person, and you eat, and they can relate to that.
0: That is my <laughs> consulting for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I could wait in like another hour before I, I mean, did that. And look at uh, Donald Trump and the the whole genuineness
1: that yeah. is becoming hip in America.
0: That's right, and Bernie too, the yeah, the king, king of authenticity. Uh, Louis Mano and Jim Condon joining us. Louis Mano and Jim Condon, in a uh, great radio broadcast team that began when.
2: Well, it began. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, like
0: 1980, something
2: like that.
1: No, no. It was uh, 80, 81.
0: Okay, you were off by a year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> and uh, I sent, I, I sent a tape. I was working on a, a hot hit station, in which uh, they literally played the only the top 40 songs. Okay. Oh, you want me to hold the mic? Yeah, like and
0: and and then you know get it over to Jim too. Well, I like well, that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I sound much better when I'm holding the mic. (laughs) There's only one set of headphones, and Jim let me use them, because half of the fun of talking on the radio is hearing yourself (laughs) yourself talk. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But um, so I was out of work for a while, and I sent a tape to the, uh, you know, en masse, you know, across the Northeast. Jim happened to listen to my audition tape. They needed somebody. I got a job there in Mystic, Connecticut. Nice people, and I felt very at home, and I hit it off with Jim right away. But, you know, I was living kind of hand-to-mouth then. That's why, you know, that's why my, uh, my left arm is pretty meaty and I could do uh, arm wrestling is because of the hand-to-mouth life i lived. <laughs> and, uh, well, they held a week on, uh, on the paycheck or two weeks. Uh-huh. So I had no cash for two weeks. Uh-huh. And I went about five days without eating. I was just having which makes wa- the show better. Well, I was having water and I was chugging coffee mate for food. Oh, but then Jim brought in some donuts. And when he turned around, there were he like two so there were like 6 left. He brought like 18 donuts and there were only 6 left. He goes, "What?" I said, "Sorry Jim, I haven't eaten, you know, for a <laughs> <Five> while." <days. laughs> I expected to get paid on payday and you know, I can't ask people to loan me money my first week up here. Right. And right. then Jim uh, he said, God, I'll take you out and put a burger down your throat. Is that how you remember it? Uh, not, not exactly, but uh,
2: we did finally go go out and get some food. What's your version? <laughs> well, uh, I somebody said, uh, I think it was uh, Dan Dubinay actually. He's the general manager at Hall Communications now, oddly enough. He said, uh, you should listen to this tape. We're looking for a new morning guy. Uh, this is a WFAN-FM in, in Mystic, Connecticut, near my hometown. And uh, I said, oh, that, that guy's funny. This is the guy I want right here. And uh, so Louis came in, and we were talking, and we did hit it right off. He he, he said, uh, "Who do you think is the most underrated person on TV?" <laughs> and we both said at the same time, "Larry, Larry Hogan," <laughs> and which is explain that reference? To, yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, yeah, a played skewer. Sergeant Carter in Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, so, so we just be happen to think of the same guy but god that is that is just amazing it's kind of strange we we do kind of think alike which really gives me a, uh, some concern yeah uh okay so then from there what happened well we were on the air for uh, i don't know a year and a half or so and then the station kind of had a little trouble right the station Play owner. Now. it's a funny <laughs>
1: story you can tell it quicker
2: Dad. Okay. okay he the, he was uh buying ads on tv uh, the station owner uh, who's no longer with us, but he was buying uh, ads on stage to sell the Dialects knife sharpener. The Dialects knife sharpener, and uh, that came with a cap snaffler. And it really worked. Yes. <laughs> uh, the thing was, he was shipping the product out to people buying it sometimes, sometimes not, and then he wasn't paying the TV stations for the ads anyway. Oh, okay. It nice. became one of the largest consumer fraud cases in the history of Connecticut, and it was prosecuted, I think, by. Uh, I don't know Richard Blumenthaler. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Where was Attorney Gentleman? Uh,
1: just when he got out of Nam.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and so uh, we uh, we had to fly the coop, and so I was offered a job at WICH in uh, Norwich, Connecticut, uh, which is the flagship station for Hall Communications, which operates All stations right. in the Burlington area. Yeah, okay. And um, okay, they eventually made me oh, the J-O-Y. offer to come up here to be news director at WJOY. And uh, they were familiar with Louie, though, because Louie was over at uh, WTIC-FM, which is a big, big station in Hartford. Hartford. Yep, big and one. And you should take it from there.
1: 1080, right? So yeah. I w- worked overnights at uh, WTIC, which was a big station. And one of the things about WTIC that I found a little disheartening is that the guys that had been there in the business a while weren't, were nonplussed. Like, everywhere I'd been, everybody had been very excited about what they were doing. Right. And these guys were like, they were very good. You know, when the mic was on, but they were like real schlubs, you know, and uh, not really friendly either. Um, At one point, they uh, made me be the guy at large for the morning show. Like, so if there was uh, a special event in town, I would be their kind of uh, feature correspondent. And then from there, when uh, there was some contract dispute and the morning show went off for a while, they pressed me in the service to fill in on the morning show. And it was a very, 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 very big deal because it had an audience that was in the millions.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, people really liked me. They knew I was a young guy starting out. I made that very clear to them and what a big deal it was. And uh, John Elliott, who was a working partner with this guy, Gary Craig, really loved working with me. And I happened to make some good demo tapes that week. (laughs) Uh And... um, I was very uh, P.O.'d when I found out the guy was coming back. I, in my mind, I'm going to take over the show and right. I'm all set for life. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, one of uh, many disappointments, by the way, that uh, happened in, <laughs> in my ensuing Stop. career. But um, Jim happened to be in town, and Jim is like a brother. Always like, you know, I don't lo- love Jim much more now, you know, that I know him all these years because I loved him immediately. You know, we just. We have that special uh, mental, uh, you know, highway into each other's heads.
2: Like uh,
0: Sicilian brothers, except uh, he's actually right. more Sicilian,
1: more Irish twins, and he's yeah, actually or, more or
0: Irish Siamese twins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you guys actually look like you're almost connected down there.
1: We are connected in uh, ephemeral ways, let's say. But um, Jim had told me that uh, there was an opening and that they were looking for a hot shot morning DJ. And uh, I just wanted to work with Jim again, and I really did. You know, it wasn't about money or where I was living at the time. It was, that you know, just how you felt when you were doing what you were doing. And for I started out fortunate because I imagined that being on the radio would feel a certain way, and it actually did, which mm-hmm. is good and bad in some ways. But it actually felt exactly like I expected.
2: Well, it you were living on Asylum Avenue in Hartford. Yeah, or, I was living
1: in a really bad neighborhood. Yeah,
0: I, I've lived on Asylum Yeah, one of my brothers yeah. lived there, too. When Jim
1: visited me, there was a body chalk outline in the vestibule, <laughs> and I'm not kidding <laughs> you. No, come on. I'm yeah, not, kidding but, oh not kidding you. I am not kidding you. And then and then, I used to work nights, and they would open the door of the super, would open the door, and, like, rifle around stuff in my house, and I'd be out there in my underwear, like, What are you doing? <laughs> You're not supposed to be doing this. We're checking for contraband. I said, Isn't that a cop thing? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, okay. But anyway, I, I uh I went out to Burlington. I was making union scale, which is you know, back in the eighties. it was like in the mid thirties, it was good money. Mm-hmm. And uh they uh, when it came out here, uh they matched they decided that they would match and exceed my salary a little bit. And I was just stunned and the guy said to Jim, Boy, your buddy there's a good uh He's a good negotiator. He just sat there like a uh, poker face. And you know me, I'm the last thing but poker face. Yeah. I'm the guy when you play poker, I go, here's my tell.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, well, he must have a uh, negotiating skill for shock because you're just sitting there in shock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, my God, I'll be able to rub two nickels together. And meanwhile, I had, I think I had, uh, the only pair of dress shoes I had on, which had a gaping hole in them, Diane, saying, <laughs> just keep your foot down and wear black socks with that.
0: <laughs> and so, don't step in puddles. Yeah. So, uh,
1: you know, I took the job, and then two weeks later when I came up, I was under a little pressure. You know, I arrived at uh, Gate 1. There were two gates at Burlington International <laughs> Airport at the time. And uh, morning, And I arrived at Gate 1, and I saw, like, five buses with my name on it. And, it was like, wh- and I was like, and I was like, I said, "What would you do?" I mean, these people are going to hate me before I even open my mouth. But I managed to uh, managed to uh, win the favor of uh, the proletariat, and uh, you know,
0: had a nice job for a couple of years. <laughs> let's can we talk about let's talk about the leave at the Bernie series? How did that come about? Well, uh, you know, it was hard to avoid
2: uh, bringing up Bernie Sanders on our on our show. It was just a natural. Um, and we've always been, uh, you know, admirers of Bernie, but, uh, also saw the humor in, in, in his, well, frankly, his appearance. And, um, grumpy grandfather, yeah. I think is the last, the, the, the comic. So, what would thing? happen if we took, uh, Bernie Sanders, and we were lucky, by the way, to have somebody who did a fantastic Bernie Sanders imitation, and, and he still does, you know what we're talking about. Yep, Joel Nashman. Yeah. And, uh, paid for by Sanders for Congress. What if uh what if we drop Bernie Sanders into the into the body of Jerry Mathers as as the beaver and put him in a in a late 1950s early 60s uh wholesome American family. And uh so, you know, it was it was it was easier to write in some ways just yeah. because, you know, dad, I'm not getting a livable wage with my allowance. And, you know, just stuff like that. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and uh, we'd a, we got an award from that, from the VAB. Yeah, we,
1: and it was very hard work writing, especially towards the end. And that's why you hear the uh, uh, the dream episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you start running out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I have indigestion, so I'm going to dream on Robin Hood uh, episodes. <laughs> but I do want to say that one of the things that I, I did when I first got here. The McNeil Generating Plant had a problem with uh, the wood chips uh, catching on fire. Well, smelling like vinegar at the time. Yeah. All right. So I went to a home center and I bought a bag of wood chips and I and I got a spray bottle and sprayed them with vinegar, and had labels printed commemorative wood wood chips. And before I even went on the air, I went
2: around passing them out in the uh, in Burlington. <laughs> That's kind of how I made my debut. Sam, right. we also gave away bags of air at one point because winooski was
0: wanted to tax airspace. the airspace. Tax <laughs> That's said right. If it's that valuable, right. let's give it
2: out. Yeah, yeah. That was about the biggest prize we ever gave away.
0: Did you ever get a reaction from Bernie on that series?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, he, uh, you know, uh, what do you say, that, uh, it blessed
1: uh, it? It's fine, but a radio station that used to actually cover news in the city of Burlington is yeah. now using the airtime to parody the mayor, rather than having the actual mayor on. I right? okay. something like that. You know, he's
2: yeah, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, so they, they took it all in good humor.
1: And, you know, the politics, you know, the socialism stuff was actually, you know... In, a, in, a, in a, uh, uh, a fictitious scenario, it was actually applied, I, I would say, fairly.
2: Yes, I think so.
0: Now, Has the Hillary Clinton campaign uh, requested copies of Leave at the yet, so they can try to sort of marginalize them somehow?
2: Uh, not yet, but uh, uh, someone at, v- at VPR was, was looking for them. and uh,
1: The New York I- Times isn't. I talked to a guy from the Times, a guy named Nick, for uh, two hours last week about the whole... Uh, Bernie phenomenon, and
2: so uh, it'll be in the New York
1: Times, I guess. Wow.
2: And I think All the right. New Yorker too, because I got a I got a call that someone there wants to interview me about it. So wow, that's kind of funny
1: I know at times when we did Bernie Ruxpin. We pulled the, the, you know, pulled the uh, chain, and you remember Teddy Ruxpin was out in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Bernie and Butthead, uh, yeah. Bernie's
2: Puppet Playhouse. Christmas with Bernie. Right. Bernie's Puppet Playhouse. Rudolph the Left-Wing Reindeer.
1: <laughs> what were some of the puppet characters on <laughs> Bernie's Puppet Playhouse?
0: Oh, boy, I forget, yeah <laughs> All right, uh, we're talking with Louie Mano and Jim Cotton and we're broadcasting live this morning at Red Hand Cafe and Bakery. If you have any uh, comments, questions, you'd like to ask them, I I would dare say they'll answer just about anything you want to ask. 244-1777, toll-free 877-291-8255. Um, Louie, before we go to the break here, how unhappy are you guys that you're not on the air with Donald Trump?
1: I mean, wow. Well, it's... Um, we... Life was such that you could actually parody it back then. You can't really parody things anymore; they just kind of move too fast. But you know, I, I wish we had social media to play around with when we were on the radio. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you know, imagine WKDR with social media. I mean, we yeah. would have had, you know, uh, audience parody with all the big big corporations. You know, we would have actually been a, could have been a player with that. Mm-hmm. So the time was great. By the way, I want to compliment you through your years on the radio. You use social media better than a lot of people do you do a yeah, very good job uh, with it. you I,
0: really do no i would i would disagree with you. i think it's really been one of my great weaknesses the past few years is not using it as effectively as i could what do you
1: feel you should do more because less is more in that in, in the case of social media it really is what do you mean by that I, I mean that when you really feel strongly about something you make a comment on it otherwise you don't take a picture of your scone right like everybody <laughs> else does hey i just put one up yeah no, i'm kidding but one thing I do want to say is I'm, I'm very sad you're leaving for the same reasons that people get sad. Like, every day at such a time at this light, I would hear this guy, and there's something very comforting about having those uh, things in our lives. But um, I wasn't able to listen to you every day because a lot of the work I do, I, have to, I get calls at around that time, and I have to uh, record stuff in my studio. But... Uh, whenever there was like uh, a significant thing happening in the country I would always tune in your show because I would get a factual and succinct uh... outline on the facts of the case and then uh, just by listening to the way you interact with your listeners I would find out you know what the pulse of Vermont is and I don't know who is going to replace you but that is irreplaceable and you only have your own really Mark Johnson unique way of doing that where You do not uh, trip all over yourself to put your opinion and your uh, artful wording out there, but you sincerely, like I took a picture of you in your last interview, and it was a picture of you
0: listening, and that's what I've seen you do. Mm. Wow. Let's go to uh, Charlotte. Sarah, good morning.
3: Good morning, boys. How are you? (laughs) It's so good to hear you on the radio. I, uh... I've been listening to you, and I thoroughly am enjoying. Um, any hopes of you and Jim maybe doing even a podcast? I'd love to hear that again.
2: Yeah. A podcast. There you go. It's a podcast in our future, Louie. Want to start that rumor now? Somebody already has
1: one So, Well, I thought this was an audition for us taking over Mark's show. Well, I mean, <laughs>
0: uh, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I, brought, I really brought my A game. Don't tell me I did that for nothing. Well, that's the only way I could get you guys here. But uh, uh, the word is they've they've already they've already found somebody else. But, um, you know, I don't know if you Isn't guys... Isn't Ken Squire busy enough? <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> doing so many different things. He is a busy guy. just want
1: to put that out there. I wouldn't mind reprising my family-friendly Brooklyn Buckaroo character again on one of your
0: properties, Ken. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go to Moncton, Rich. Um, Sarah, thank you for calling. Uh, we got to Moncton, Rich, and it is uh, uh, a caller you know, Fred. Good morning.
3: Good morning, boys. What a crew you got down there this morning. Uh, I have uh, hung with this crew for 25 years. KDR, Herb Blumenthal, and uh, uh, guys, Freddy. Uh, it's just been a uh, quite a ride and. Uh, I've missed all three of you together, but Mark has held the uh, standard real high for you guys, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. man.
1: It's right. I, I, a know,
3: I... job. And uh, my brother Billy's all his triumphs and uh, and uh, downward spiral and upward spiral again. You guys, uh, we're all uh, highly representative my family. We've always uh, been a great relationship with us. We do three. So just want to call you guys and thank you for everything. And uh, it's just been a wonderful 25 years. And i just so. Happy for Mark that he's uh moving on to, uh, to something different uh, just wonderful to hear you guys together again right so I wish I was oh. down there with a big sleep and uh, and uh, oh, Freddy a good good old time all right
0: hey thanks Freddie appreciate your call
1: well that's the good thing about old friends because we all you know went through things together we did we went through all of our phases us and our listeners we've all gone through a lot of stuff together
0: Yep. Yeah, and and Fred's family business, my recollection is, was one of the first three or four advertisers that actually believed in what we were doing. So uh, let me get your guys' version of this. How did WKDR start?
1: Um, I think, well, for me, it was like we didn't know we couldn't do it, so we did it. You know, it was a very daunting thing, and I was probably a little more cavalier because I'm a little more of a magical thinker. Because of my background and experience, I'm a little bit of a man-child and I have magical thinking. I think in this case, I helped kind of, you know, drive everybody to say, you know what, we could do this. What happened was there was a hole. and. It was, it, it was around the time where the radio bubble started and bigger companies were cutting costs. And the first place they cut costs was in the newsroom. Right. And they didn't think that people would really notice that. So they used DJs. And at the least they still paid the Associated Press back then. But even that became watered down after a while. And soon there were press conferences and nobody was showing up. You wouldn't hear voice on tape. Uh, you know, actual quotes from press conferences because there was nobody to send there anymore. And then you wouldn't hear when somebody read something and they said Charlotte instead of Charlotte. Yep. You know, you knew you had an inexperienced person that who does not walk the same streets that you walk and therefore doesn't really understand the depth of the story that they are only reading. But then after a while, it was like, okay, we could do it smoke and mirrors, but you know, we need smoke or, or a we need mirror. mirrors, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, there was a hole there where they were needed, and there was no reason. It wasn't financially prohibitive, but I just didn't think people saw the value. I mean, the amount of money you can make off of news. Right. I, I just don't think that the salespeople uh, were trained that way. And uh, as you know, there's a lot of money in news because there are a lot of companies that want to associate themselves with the dissemination of important community facts. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, in a way, I mean, you're a plugged-in news guy. Yes, you're a talk show host, and you can you can vaguely call what you do opinion work. But you know, you're a guy that knows where all the bodies are buried. We know that when we hear when we when we hear you give some depth on the story, and I, I you know I'm really sad that that is going away, and you know. Maybe you're the last guy to do that, you know, okay.
0: especially in I'm this not, But I'm not dying. I'm not even going at, I'm not going out of know, journalism. You're I'm going to still be here in, media media. in Vermont. You're, in yeah. you're not dying? In that case, my watch has stopped. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. We were working for the Atlantic City Hot Dog King. And Roger this, Jacobowski. Going 1070 AM. Great story. And that's, oh, man, a true wingnut. Uh, but he's the one we, we eventually uh, bought out and then bought 1390 AM. And uh, But before we bought him out, he let us hire every one of our unemployed friends, <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> so we had Mark Johnson, Peter, uh, Peter Frayn, we had Brian Joyce, Barry uh, Richard, Barry Richard uh, Anson Mike would Spring Forest, Mike Calhoun, Andy Potter. So when we started, the first thing we, we did was, was make sure we could hire Andy Potter. Right. Um, and Mark, it was my pleasure to engineer your talk show for however many years I did that. And I got to say, there's there's no more objective talk show host, not just the state of Vermont, but probably nationally. I mean, there's there's you know Charlie Rose maybe and uh, yeah, Brian Charlie Lamb. Rose is
1: a good that, Charlie Rose is a good
0: analog.
2: But uh, you're the man, and, and yeah, we're are. really going to miss this program. All right, and I think I speak for everybody.
0: We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be back here live at Red Hat Cafe. We'll be back <laughs> you know, right after this.
3: It's really heating up out there, and so are the deals at Mid-State Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram during the summer clearance event. With Chrysler giving us extra incentives on select models, we can offer some terrific deals, like a brand-new Chrysler 200, a loaded midsize sedan with $3,500 off and 0% financing for 72 months. Now that's a great deal. Looking for a Jeep? The all-new Jeep Renegades are here, and we have brand-new 2015 Jeep Patriot 4x4 starting at just $17,821. Ram truck leases are ridiculously low, and so are leases on Jeeps. Don't delay. Inventory is good, but these deals are hot, and they will go fast. Mid-state Jeep, halfway between Barry and Montpelier on Route 302.
1: Right now, the Home Depot has $37 basic whole-home installation on any carpet, including new LifeProof carpet, with advanced stain technology built in and our best warranty ever. So let's take on chocolate, wine, even bleach. Stains are a part of life. With LifeProof, they don't have to be. Let's do this. Whole-home basic installation on any carpet, including new LifeProof, starting at $37. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Not valid in all areas. Valid on basic installation through September 16th. Minimum $499
0: purchase of carpet and pad, U.S. only. The 2015 Cupera features plush leather seating that will feel to your hemorrhoids like sitting on lava-hot knitting needles.
1: Not if you step up to relief with the power of two from Preparation H. First, use Preparation H Medicated Wipes to soothe as they clean. Then, Preparation H Maximum Strength Cream to
0: relieve pain and burning.
1: Now, sink into that rich upholstery. Mmm, luxurious.
0: Preparation H. Don't stand for hemorrhoids. Use directed. And try specially formulated medicated wipes for women. All right, we're back. Uh, We've been talking this morning with Louie Mano and Jim Condon, my uh, two original radio partners back in 1990. You can join us as well at 244-1777, toll-free 877-291-8255. Yes, you're raising your hand.
1: Well, I wanted to uh, mention a fun Mark Johnson fact. In 1993, I found a pretty uh, nice-looking spore coat in a dumpster, and uh, I brought it... uh, during during a break of mark show i said this looks like your style and your size see if it fits and it did and he wore it the rest of that day
0: <laughs> oh god
1: true right. mark johnson fact
0: wow i wonder if i still have that huh you know, it would be nice if you promoted my current business that i meant. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, I, if people ask me frequently, what is Louie Mano doing today? And what would you answer?
1: I'm in uh, Mano Media. We do all kinds of media consulting, video and audio production. I pro- primarily am a voice actor. And uh, I'm. A- I do those guys, too. I do their voices, too. <laughs> go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Just All right. Answer.
1: Can I take your call like Just I'm on the talk show? Go ahead, yeah, right. ahead caller.
4: Uh,
0: How's do, that? Let's uh, go to uh, Greensboro. David, good morning. How's it going?
4: Good morning, Mark. My morning is going much better <laughs> listening to the three of you and realizing that you don't have enough microphones. This is a perfect example. Why yeah. the station should invest in at least one more mic so that you can have two well, people okay. talking over each other at the same
0: time? Emblematic. All right. So Emblematic. part of that part of that is my fault. I I brought a mixer, but I don't have an. I, I, it was an electrical plug situation. It's my fault. I'll totally cop to this. Right.
1: Like the microphone is like if we were little pigs in a litter, Jim would be the runt. <laughs> if the nipples were microphones.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, <geez>. Also, I <laughs>
4: love was hearing a, you talk about. Have your you guys background. ever had a? Sh- I'm and, sorry. Uh, Go ahead, David. We don't hear enough of that. When we're listening to radio, we're listening to people that we don't know. So you're, you're giving us an idea of who you were, at least professionally. Uh, some of us have been listening to radio for a long time. In my case, uh, from the age of nine, when I first came to Greensboro, I was listening to radio at night uh, from New York. Uh, for instance, you mentioned WTIC in Hartford. I listen to that still. Uh, to get coast-to-coast AM uh, for some weird entertainment when uh, I can't get back to sleep. But what I remember is the emphasis we had on news in back in the 50s when you had, for instance, W-N-E-W, 1130 in New York. And the music was also good. So I was thinking, next time... Uh, we we listen to someone on the Mark Johnson program. We might have a little logo in the background. Jim Condon's introduction is fine, but that's just at the very beginning. We should have a little ongoing um, advertisement for the show.
2: Uh, jingles of station use jingles of station use, and you mentioned your WNEW 1130 New York. Uh, but he said there should be more. More jingles. and uh... my favorite station, I guess growing up, have wlng in long Island where they, they, they use every jingle. they they had jingles for their for their maintenance guy. And there's <laughs> Ralph. He cleans the bathroom. Oh my God, you he gotta keeps be kidding. Our man. office tidy.
1: Well, when I bought the radio Deli in Burlington, the address was seventy seven, which is just like the radio station I grew up with seventy seven WAVC. So I actually went to the jingle company that uh, produced W.A.B.C.'s jingles, jam jingles. They're still in business. And they did one for the address. The Radio Deli serves you food and fun at 77 Pearl Street, Burlington. It was great. I, I-, I great Jingles make radio seem like show business. They really do. Yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're a cheap, quick, easy way to do that. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they're not utilized more, you know, because everything is branding a brand that's not really a brand anyway.
0: Right, right. Uh, so, Jim, what have you been doing since, uh, Since I mean, we know part of what you've been doing, but what have you been, what have you been doing? Well, you know, I've been serving in the legislature representing
2: uh, the great town of Colchester and uh, in my sixth term there, and it's been a lot of fun. I also serve as executive director of the Vermont Association of Broadcasters, we're the nonprofit trade association that represents Vermont's radio and television stations, and uh, that's that's a lot of fun too. Yeah, and uh, it's really grown uh, over the past uh, eight years, which mm-hmm. is great. And uh, so we're we're trying to be an inclusive organization involving uh, everyone who works in radio, not just the the owners and general managers, but the, you know, the the, the bookkeepers, the traffic people, the production people, and uh, the janitors that the jingles the are written The janitors who deserve mm-hmm. their own jingles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Barry. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, folks. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks. Very entertaining program, uplifting, positive. I love it. Yes. So I'm calling to beat the rush for tomorrow because okay. tomorrow is going to be a It's going to be crazy. You're not going to have enough incoming phone lines. So I'm calling today to beat the rush. I want to thank Mark Johnson and the Mark Johnson Show for all of the great uh, promotional stuff you've done for for my business for the last uh, three or four years. I appreciate your efforts. Wish you luck in your new endeavors, and uh, hopefully our paths will cross. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity to promote your business. It's really a great one. Well, you've done a great job for us. Yep. Well, thank en- you. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll enjoy listening to the rest of your program. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff uh, Blow, the owner of Jet Service Envelope, uh, Jet Service Envelope dot com is right. the website, and two two nine nine three three five is their uh, their phone number. Thank you. Appreciate that. We're going to take a short break. We're broadcasting live this morning at Red Hand Cafe and Bakery. We'll be back in just a few moments.
1: Looking for a new car or SUV? Then come into Cody Chevrolet Cadillac during Chevy's bonus tag sales event. Now through August 31st, get up to 3000 total cash allowance on select new 2015 Chevy Cruze, Impala, Malibu, Equinox, or Traverse. Find your Chevy bonus tag, find your deal. And with the best selection of new Chevrolets in central Vermont, you're sure to find the right Chevy for you at Cody Chevrolet Cadillac. So hurry in today and get more than you expect for less than you imagined. Another reason, Cody is why, Chevy's the buy. Chevrolet, find new roads.
0: It's no secret, Meheran Supermarket is a great place to shop. I'm Tom Mahuron. For over seven decades, Mahurons has been catering to the needs of the Mad River Valley and beyond. We have custom cut meats, fresh produce and seafood, regular and organic grocery, locally produced foods galore, topped off by an extraordinary wine and beer department and a state liquor agency. Got me here in Supermarket, Village Square Shopping Center, Waitsfield. All right, we're back on Broadcast and Live this morning at Red Hand Cafe and Bakery. We've been uh, talking this morning with Louie Mano and Jim Condon. You can join us on the program as well at 244-1777 toll-free 877-291-8255. Okay, Fish said they were going to not be a nostalgic band. They got back together again. Uh, You know, the Beatles, I think there's what? uh, There's only two left, so that's not going to happen. Ever going to be another version of Mano and Condon? Uh, If if somebody with the right amount of money comes by.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And who had a pair? Yeah, and you know owns their own you know radio station license
1: and was willing to hire us for us and not be totally comfortable with that which wouldn't be a bad bet because we're good guys and you know we'll always protect the license even though it seems like we're not
2: <laughs> and you know there's not much else we need just to uh, you know, limousines would be nice and and sombreros i like knitting equipment and a portable dance floor and hot yoga. Must have hot <laughs> yoga.
1: <laughs> that, the world that, has changed since we've been on the air, hasn't it? My hazard. God. I There's mean, so much to make fun of now,
0: really. Everybody's doing hot yoga. <laughs> it's unbelievable. God, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you've been killing yourself. I you, have. You? Yeah. yeah.
2: So is there any truth? Just, of... just just picking the mat up off the floor. Is...
0: So, Jim, I'm hearing this buzz stand in my appeal. Speaker of the House, Jim Con Is there any? Uh, any you want to uh, deny uh, that? Uh, deny that
2: this yeah, morning? is uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I can either
2: confirm or deny that have any interest in being the next speaker of the house I, i'm a big supporter of chap smith and i'm him for governor uh, but i have no intention to announce at this point that i am uh, seeking to replace him at the uh, at the podium mm. you know there are some progressives who have who've suggested that i that i should run statewide not in this state, in some other state, North Dakota is uh-huh. frequently mentioned.
1: Yeah. It would be nice to have somebody with your pipes as uh, Speaker of the House. <laughs> Hi, uh, Jim Conton
2: here, Speaker of the no House. No need for the gavel. No need the gavel, don't need the microphones, just let's get the people's business done.
1: Well, if you do get the job, it will be easy to buy your next present a novelty
2: gavel. <laughs> so that would take care of Well, that's you. one of our job demands.
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, we go back to the phone here. I'm sorry, Artie, help me here. Uh, Morris Mahoney. Morris. All right, Morris. Good morning. How are you this morning? How
3: are you? Great. It's, uh, it's just great to hear you guys together again. Um, I was hoping maybe we hear a little Stump and Tom. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, but uh, I really, uh, you know, enjoyed your show. Tremendously, back in the day of hometown radio, and Mark, um, your show has just been great. I, I listen to it almost daily, and you do a great job. You're going to be missed. Uh, you get everybody on there. You're extraordinarily fair and impartial, as uh, has already been mentioned. And, and uh, I know you'll be doing a great job in your next uh, in your next reporting duty. But um, going to be missed on the radio. And I
2: would love to have Mano and Conson together again. Yeah, yeah. Morris, we uh, we appreciate that very much. You, you know, you never know. Uh, but was uh, the a little stomping Tom? Hello, Bob. I mean, Jim's there. got
1: all We're the demands. demands. I would do it in a moment,
2: but Jim's got all these demands. <laughs> you know,
0: it's holding everything up again, Jim. Well, it's the art of the deal. I've just read the book as part of your your getting ready to become the next speaker of the hey, House. You know, Again, I can either confirm nor deny
1: you know I. Yoko, I mean Jenny would have to be all right with it. <laughs>
3: That's right. That's right. Well uh, you know the uh the dream presidential election would be Bernie and Donald Trump.
2: Oh uh, that would be uh that would be just incredible. Yeah that would be that would, too much material that would
3: be too much fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Morris, best of the family.
3: All right. Thank you, guys. And thanks for all the uh, great times over the years. And again, thank you, Mark, for your wonderful job on your radio show. And uh, when you have a little more time, Mark, I'd love to sit down and chat with you about Denmark. I was over there this summer for uh, my daughter's wedding and uh, loved the country. Just loved it.
0: Yeah, awesome place. Yeah, great great bike lanes. Oh, I'd love to hear you say talk about Denmark. That would be great.
1: <laughs> what are you laughing at? Why does everything I say have to be sarcastic? <laughs> I, I'd like to know more about it. I often find out more about things from you. Oh, okay. All and right. Now what
0: am I going to do? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you're going to have to read for my Tigger. That's what you're going to have to do. I do.
1: All right, well, way. thank you, guys.
0: Thanks, Morris. I appreciate it. Take care. All right. So uh, share with our uh, listeners here one memory from our WKDR days that, that you can actually tell people that might be representative of what it was like us owning a radio station. Oh, my. Well, there, we're kind of close to the end here, and I figure okay, I, I well, can't get
2: fired there, right now. There are a few that come to mind. I mean, right,
3: quickly.
2: Uh, this is probably when we were giving away, instead of our own merchandise as prizes, we were collecting prizes from other radio stations and regifting.
1: And giving our <laughs> own stuff.
2: <laughs> uh, one day we had we didn't have any coffee filters and we had no ground uh, coffee. Oh, I remember this one. So uh, Louis decides, well, the best thing to do is to take the whole coffee beans that we do have. We didn't have a grinder or anything, and wrap, <laughs> put them in a 95 triple X t shirt. Take a hammer and pound the bejesus out of these coffee beans. Stick that in the coffee maker and use the T-shirt
0: as a filter. I thought it was one of his socks. That's how I remember <laughs> that story.
1: I got a real quick one. The transmitter goes off. Andy Potter used to get in early. He calls me up. So he says, go down to the transmitter side. I think it just needs to be kicked in. So <laughs> like I have no flashlight, but my son was just born, so I had his uh, Fisher Price f- flashlight. Nice. And so I went through the interval going, this, I'm in show business, right? And the only thing, I, I'm projecting little unicorns and moons. That's the only way I could find my way, find my way to the transmitter. Side. So that's a that's a quick one.
0: Do Do you remember the uh, when there was the big flood down at the Intervale and you went hip deep into in to turn the transmitter back <laughs> on and almost froze to death and, and I called the cops and and then the guy uh, on the tractor Andy down at the Interville, we came in and, and actually rescued you
1: well i said to the co- i called the cops i said my friend mark johnson's down there he's very skittish and gets nervous quickly tell him that
0: i'm all right <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I guess I heard, the last thing I heard is you yelling, sort of half falling into the water down there.
1: Right. Well, I had these hip waders on, and then I had hypothermia, so just the top of my body worked. But fortunately, I left the door of the transmitter open last time I was there. (laughs) Oh, so it was unlocked. And the only dry clothes I had was the top of my T-shirt, which I wore as underwear. And you know, picture with the neck hole, you know, and and I'm holding, yeah. <laughs> holding up the T-shirt.
2: Yeah, I think we got that picture.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and I do have a videotape of that somewhere around. Anyway, uh, it worked out okay
2: because I'm I'm alive and we all made
0: it. Here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You remember what else do you remember? Well, there was a
2: there was a time, Mark, on your show when uh, we announced the death of the Governor Snelling. That's remember, right. Yeah, that was it, that was quite a day. It was uh, uh, as it turned out, Mike Donny was about to come on your show. As a as a guest, and we were standing in the newsroom when one of your callers called the newsroom uh-huh. and said, "You guys should know that dot dot dot." Yeah, and uh, Mike, uh, God bless him, used uh, his sources to confirm that in in less than a minute, and we went on the air with yeah. with that
0: with that news. That's a, one of those unforgettable days. Yeah, I remember that day. That was that was quite something, and I remember. Uh, I remember you guys both working like crazy to get everybody on the air that we needed to get on. Yeah. It was a pretty... Wor- we
1: did jump to action. Like the, the first Gulf War, I remember. Yeah. It was like when we had our first big shakedown. Here's another uh, WKDR memory. We have this uh, kind of a lobby. It was kind of a dump. And uh, people used to drop off to other radio stations who drop off tapes of uh, advertisers before you can email the sound... And Jim Condon, unshaven, <laughs> with like five of uh, <laughs> shirt buttons unbuttoned, is laying on the couch like this. <sighs> <laughs> and uh, I happen to have some Oreo cookies. So I went over to Jim and I put a cookie in his mouth. And he goes, he chews the cookie. And then in his sleep, smiles. <laughs> Uh, that's on my WKDR Highlight
2: Reel. <laughs> well, we, we lived on trade pizza for, for a couple of yeah. years. Yeah, Little Caesar. Yeah, until Little
0: Caesar finally caught on what was going on. Sorry about that, but we, we, we had to eat. Uh, yeah, not to mention how much food we all ate at Alfredo's. My goodness. With well, Dave Walsh basically giving us carte blanche. I mean, what was yeah. he thinking? And, and Burvale Burvale uh, before that. Uh,
1: right. Thanks to Carvers and Alfredos, all my bones and flesh in the '90s, you know,
2: came from restaurant right? Yeah. <laughs> of course, we called Mark Mark One Donut Johnson.
0: That's right. That's right, because they would bring him one donut every morning. Right? Yeah. It's like,
2: where are the other donuts for everybody else?
1: But you know, I just have this general, you know, uh, a schema of WKDR. It was always loud. You know, Joey Hopkins uh, walking around, Andy Potter telling us to shh when he has to read his uh, his cast. You know, uh, salespeople walking in and out, like producing commercials during commercial breaks, which we
2: did quite a bit. And the friends who aren't with us, uh, Kevin Hall and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Boom Boom, uh, uh, unfortunately Boucher. passed away recently. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep, Pete Boom Boom Boucher passed
0: away recently. God, I so did. We missed I, those guys. Yeah, I, I wasn't even aware of that. Wow. Yeah. wow.
1: And you know, the listeners that used to just come by and hang out, you know. I mean, it, that just made it really what it was. It was a hometown radio. Yeah, it was hometown radio. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. And then, you know, we had, well, we're out of time. Wow. All right. Mark
1: Johnson, you are a legend. I know you don't like compliments, but All let right, me tur- just say
0: tur- you are a legend. I'm turning off your mic. Thank you. Uh, Louis Manu and Jim Condon joining us here live at Red Redneck Cafe and Bakery. That is going to wrap things up for today. Thanks for joining us. I'll be back in the studio tomorrow. This is FM 96.1 WDEV Warren and AM 550 WDEV Waterbury. Braymont Billiard News is next. good news about your money. Stock